0: How is your relationship with your mom really like? Today, we're not gonna lie. Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of NGL and in light of Mother's Day coming up we've put together a very special Mother's Day episode where we're going to come together and talk about our relationships with our mom. and I know that a question like that can get many many different answers because all of us probably have quite a different dynamic with each of our moms. and some of us have a really really good relationship with our mom, and for some of us it may actually be quite a difficult topic to talk about but today we're going to have an open and honest conversation and share with you guys a lot of stories from our growing up and how we have come to navigate that as adults. So joining me today are Joanne and Marek. You guys can say hi to the audience. You guys are going to hear a lot more stories from them because I think three of us have quite different experiences, I guess, of Mm. growing up with our moms, right? So we're going to share a lot more about that. So to start things off, right, if I could ask you guys, what is one word you would use to describe your mother and why?
1: For me, my mom is very unpredictable. So I think you know she's she she just erupts sometimes when you just trigger her, but in good times, yeah, you also don't get the extra affection, you know. So she's mostly on the extreme end of eruptions. Just you know, you don't know when you're gonna trigger her, kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay, we will hear more. I'm yeah. sure there are many stories that come with that. Mary, yes. what about your answer?
2: I think my mom's a very strong person. Okay. yeah literally also because uh she's a gym instructor fitness wow. instructor so like from young she has always advocated for fitness in my family so that's great because like, she asked me to go to gym even when i don't feel like so <laughs> physically she's strong but i think uh, emotionally she's very strong as mm. well like actually come from a singaporean family okay. from young uh she has had to do a lot to bring us up Yep. Like I have two other brothers, I'm middle wow, child okay. So there's a lot that she had to do mm. to support um, us when we were growing up And it wasn't easy
0: mm. For me right, I think the word that I would use to describe my mother, two words ah, Act fierce <laughs> It's like I want to say fierce but actually it's not true because Her fierceness does not work on us, we all know pretend only My siblings and I all had this like Understanding when we were younger that if ever in school right, we feel wronged by our teachers or we feel like we're being unfairly punished punished, right? We would never tell our mother because my mom, right, will march down to the school office uh, and want to scold oh. the teacher, you know. <laughs> so in a sense, right, it's quite nice uh, because like she like stands up for her kids, right? And she doesn't want us to be wronged. But then ah uh, it's very embarrassing. <laughs> because like she will she's known as that fierce mother who like comes in and like kicks up a fuss. And I mean, now as adults, we all laugh about it. We're like, eh, next time your grandchild, right, in school, like, bite the teacher, you're going to go in and school the teacher. <laughs> Why you let my grandchild bite you? That kind of thing. So um, there's a lot more that comes to that package, la, but I will share more later. Mm. I want to ask you guys, right, what was your, what was growing up with your mother like? You know, what are some memories that you guys have?
1: Can maybe I give a bit of context la, mm. of like my growing up? Actually, I grew up with a complete family, but I don't have a very direct relationship with my mother. Okay. Um, my parents were as hawker, mm. so they actually, um, they're not typical working adults. They don't work like from nine to six. Then, you know, you pick up your kids and spend time put them to bed with bedtime stories kind of thing, you know. My mom goes to work like early in the morning and comes home only at like 10 or 11. So technically growing up, I don't have time spent with her Mm. and they don't even have like off days or like ph ph in fact they earn more Mm. so they they don't even like take off on ph so most of the times i'm alone at home um time to time my dad will fetch us but mostly i grew up with my grandmother so Mm. with my mother it just feels like she's a mother by name Mm. not a mother by a physical uh, kind of like warm kind of feeling yeah Mm -hmm. growing up um yeah, we don't really understand each other. She doesn't know like what I go through in school. I don't have that kind of like. Oh, I go and tell my mother, you know, mm. um, what happened in school. You know, like, I hear my friends saying that, but I don't have that kind of um, relationship with her. It's more of like, oh hi, how are you? Oh great, you know, how's the food? Oh good, kind of thing mm. la. So it went on since young. So that's the context of how I grew up, and that's why like it's very unpredictable because I don't really understand like how how what takes her off. Or what pleases her, so I, I remember and recall that through my younger days, I'm just trying not to step on her toes most of the days. That's me growing up. Yeah. I see.
0: Marik, do you have a very different experience with your mother?
2: In a the sense, there are some parts that are similar, which is mm. like because my mom had to work uh, quite a lot to to mm. to finance our upbringing or something like that. Because she was a personal uh, trainer, so like she had odd hours, so she worked weekde- weekends and public holidays mm, as well. Right. Yeah, similar. And it's like. Weird times so she would come back then 11 plus at times I remember like when I was younger growing up so we would fight a lot because we're all boys right Um, (sighs) All boys (laughs) like just fight right So I remember like sometimes like it would get so bad then someone would be crying on the floor Then there's three of us so it's like a chaotic scene someone's crying on the floor Then like we don't know what to do so we just call our mother While she's
0: at work? You'll call her
2: when you're fighting. Yeah, call until we remember, you know, like old phones, they have the tone when or new phones as well. They have the tone the when be you be be press, be right? Be 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 be. So I remember like the tone for my mother, my mother. Hey, I also remember right, the right. tone and right. what I used to call. Then I was like, okay, then call. Then she will pick up. I only knew this like way after. She said every time, like, so I asked her like maybe ten years later. She will, she will say, like, you know, every time you'll call me, I really don't want to pick up, <laughs> <laughs> because you are always just fighting about some random thing. I was oh like. My gosh. So hard. No, okay, oh, she, she, up, right? she did. She did. I'm yeah, curious. Actually, who who calls? Everyone. Everyone. The one who uh, wins the fight. or No, it's the one that. No, losing. it's the one that lost the oh, fight. The one lost you need the fight. Oh, yeah, right, lost right, the party. fight. Okay, okay, okay. So like one time, that sense, that one time like I took out a knife. Then then my to, win? Yeah, oh. to, to win. Yeah. To win the fight. Hmm. Dude. Oh my god. That's intense. It's just like three of us alone, right? So then after that, they were like, Oh, you died. I'm gonna tell mommy. You're
0: <laughs> <laughs> on the spot call. T- yeah, on the spot call. Marie I was like,
2: oh, diarrhea, diarrhea. Your mother come back with a dumbbell. <laughs> anyway, yeah, she come back school, so that was so that was bad. But uh, my mom, so she wasn't around a lot, but when, when she, we, I got to spend extended time with her on holidays. La, so I th- I think that was nice and she was stern, but mm. she always gave us the freedom to do what we wanted to do. Yeah. She
0: was quite chill with you life. Your she was up. chill.
2: and. And actually, like, when I was um, halfway through primary school, I I moved to my grandmother's place. Mm. So then, uh, that was so that, like, my mom could get some extra income from, like, renting out the place. Uh. That gave me even lesser interactions with her. So, like, she kind of became, like, a figure that was, like, uh, someone who provided. Someone who, like, like, you don't really see her that much. So sometimes there's not a lot of conflict, you know, when when you don't see someone that much. And it's always, like, maybe she'll send us to school or something Mm -hmm. like that. And uh, she became like more like someone who was like providing and and Mm. that was it lah. Especially for
0: both of you right because you have quite a similar experience of your mum not really being around. Was it something you were very aware of when you were younger?
1: Now that I think about it Mm. uh, I think I do crave for her attention but because I know a matter of fact that this has been going on since I was in primary school you know what what will make things change even Mm. if I have these feelings? It doesn't change anything so why do I want to feel sorrowful about it or pity party about it?
0: Yeah. Do you identify with that or like it was a bit different?
2: I think maybe the beginning part where she said like it's just my life. I, I, mm. I, there's nothing I can do about yeah. it, right? right. Uh, a bit like that but I, I don't think I crave for my mother's attention You're just that fighting much. with your brother. Just fighting. <laughs> it's fight- <laughs> <laughs> it's fighting. It's a boy's thing. My brother is a boy's <laughs> thing, right? A boy's thing. My mom... She was always nice. I mean, it's not like she withheld uh, attention or withheld um approval from us. Mm. So it was different in the sense that, like, it was more of there was a lack of time. I think in the small moments that we had, I, those, those were times that I remember. But in terms of, like, whether I felt like something was, like, lacking because, like, my mom wasn't around. Not so much. Huh? I mean, when you're a kid and your parents not around, then you can just do whatever you <laughs> Do whatever you want. Mm. It's actually freedom, is it? It's freedom, yeah. It sounds like it's freedom, right? (laughs) So, like, nobody asks you, like, where are you? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: I ask this question because I have quite a different experience growing up. eh? Mm. So, right, okay, context is my mom used to be quite like a career woman. Mm. And so, like, I have an older brother, right? And so, when she gave up to my older brother, like, because she was still kind of like, like, chonging her career, right? So, she Place my brother In the care of my grandmother But my grandmother's house Was like a HQ For all like The different the cousins to come. come So what happens when they come They just play oh. So like they spend All their time after school Playing right Then I think my mom Came to the realisation That my brother Has become somebody It's like All work and no play Makes Jack a dull boy My brother was a very Interesting boy Because he was all <laughs> play And no work And so like, like She said From there he like All play Then said like He got asthma Because he everyday Drink orange juice <laughs>
2: I <laughs> oh mean that sounds like <laughs> such a mom
0: thing these to say. These are the stories it's like, <laughs> These are like, these like, <laughs> no, but it's
1: my that they conjure up it's in their minds. So, yeah, so, so what Marie
0: said about like, mother not at home, there is freedom, right? I think my brother loved that freedom. <sighs> then my mom was like, I will do differently for my two daughters. So actually oh. my mother quit her job. Oh, Yeah, wow. and actually she was really like doing quite well in her career. But I think because she was quite determined for my sister and I to grow up a bit differently, right? She quit her job so that she could spend time with us mm. growing up. So actually like growing up, I do have quite fond memories of my mom. Like she was always very present. Mm. I remember like she's always the one that fetched me from school, mm. like from kindergarten all the way to primary school. Um, after school, when I come home, she will always be there. So I grew up eating my mom's food one because the entire Aww. day like she cooks. Um, yeah, and she's always present. Um, but at the same time, she's not overbearing in the sense that like she's always watching over my shoulder I do still have quite a lot of freedom to do whatever I want at home And I think it just so happens that my sister and I am quite quite quiet. I'm the kind that I will go into the room, then I'll open storybook and then I'll like read wow, good job. You know, so like quite quiet la But also because I spent so much time with my mum growing up, right I know her personality quite well, mm-hmm. so I know what ticks her off I also know that when she's mm-hmm. angry it's empty threats. I used to live at like the like in a condo, but level one, right? So right outside my house is like the condo swimming pool. So last time, every time my mother angry, right? I really know already know really. When she angry, she needs a few seconds to go to her bedroom, right, and take the key. So in that few seconds, when she go into her bedroom and find the key, right, you I will run pool. out of the house. No, I run out of the house, right? I sit at the swimming pool there, cause I know that my mother I mean to like she, she won't will you not come, other come other out, wow. right? Yes, to cane me in front of the whole condo. Very smart. So yeah. Yeah, but then I know that I need to wait it out And if she's still angry when I go home, I confirm die But I will wait until like she need to cook dinner Then I will go back, right And then while she's cooking dinner, I will take the cane And then I will throw it behind her bed frame So that went on for a long time, right And what happened was that when we eventually shifted out and then they pulled the bed frame out, right? <laughs> Behind oh. the bed frame was Start the counting. years and years of canes that I threw away. And eventually she stopped buying canes because she realized that they just kept magically disappearing. See. So these are like, like, I have a lot of these kind of weird stories of my growing up. But I think there was a sense of like, maybe like a security um, mm. of knowing that I can relate to my mom like that. Mm. And like there, there is that, that trust like, in the relationship mm. that, I know that she will not go overboard In her anger towards me mm. To some degree I know she's say only She won't really do And so actually after she has calmed down Like things will be okay And, and so actually honestly right now My relationship with my mom is quite like Friend-friend uh. Like mm. she likes to burn me uh, So burn her back <laughs> And then like we're quite like Savage in that sense But I think it, it really came because like I spent quite a lot of time with her mm. in my growing up years and and it's the same for my sister as well mm. so i think that's why i was curious like for you guys as you grew up without your mom whether that had some form of an impact for joanne right like do you remember some like big quarrels or key incidents that you i went do through?
1: i do actually in fact like as you were sharing like you know what takes your mom right yeah. i don't know. Eh. so oh. i think um Along the way, I, I do realize a lot a lot of small quarrels. So all this like accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. And I think because of all this, I don't really like look for her attention anymore. I started to have like relationships outside. I was in this relationship, that's was quite toxic. Like, now that I think about it, it's very toxic. Like, another story for another day. But it was toxic to the extent that like um this guy doesn't allow me to to go home like for like, past midnight. Like. He just wants me to like stand up against my parents. Wait, how old were you? Uh I think I was like fifteen. 15, That's 16. So yeah, yeah. So, I remember playing at a basketball court. Then after that, he just said, no, you're not going home. So, he took my phone, there. Eh. He oh. took my phone, and eh. he don't let me go home. So, my parents have been calling since, like, 9 plus. Because, oh, you know, like, secondary you, school, right? Yeah. If you go home past, like, 8, actually, is you are quite oh, yeah. dead kind of thing, really. Then, like, at 11, right, I think I'm, like, maybe, like, somewhere in between living and dead, really, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, o'clock, I really like perspiring like, at the basketball court. Not because like it was hot, it was at night, you know. I'm very <laughs> nervous. Eh? I know like my mom, like has been calling me, eh? but my boyfriend then, right, don't let me pick up. So I recall returning home at about 12 plus 1 o'clock, right? Like. You expect your mom to be at home, right? Yeah, no, no, my mom was at the void deck. <laughs> she was oh at the void gosh. deck, right? So she usually returned home at 10 plus 11. So at 12 plus 1, right? It means that she have waited since 11, 10 plus 11, right?
0: Angry. For like
1: oh, yeah. one hour plus two, right? Eh? without being able to contact me. Can you imagine the kind of built up anger, right? Yeah. I know that like, when I see her from far, I know that, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm just dead. Yeah, uh. yeah. <laughs> I'm seriously dead. So she didn't even translate that into anything. She just threw her, her bag was quite like expensive one, uh, you know. She threw her, I think Gucci, I uh, don't know what bag. Uh. She threw it on the, the floor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't bother to pick it up. My dad went to pick it up. She just went upstairs. I remember that night, right? She was so angry, right? She just wagged me for the whole night. So my left arm and my left leg were all totally bruised So it was bruised to the extent that like, I remember like, I fell asleep because I was being bitten by her I think she wasn't okay I think because of our relationship She has been quite like emotionally upset Or even like borderline depressive because of me mm. I've been quite a rebellious child la, Because I didn't really want to have a relationship with her I, I go up against her yeah. So because of that like, I know that I fell asleep about 3 plus 4 She like too depressed right she just still want to continue beating me eh? so she woke me up right to continue like exercising her rights and just continue whacking me eh? she was just so upset you know i just kept crying the whole night i know i didn't Mm. sleep much so instead i was just i just went downstairs after my mom went to work right then my then boyfriend came to like my house he picked me up from my void deck and brought me to general hospital yeah, so then he asked the doctor very fondly in Chinese, uh, like indicating that it might be a case of abuse. Yeah, but this is one time, you know, it's not like a history of abuse. yeah, oh, like one time, how, yeah, then, one time he on your then he reported it. Are. Then he was not done, you know. So then from the hospital, he brought me to the police station. So wow. he actually brought me to the police station to report on my parents and say that, like, uh, her parents are abusive, oh uh, to sue her parents. And because of that, like, we went through a series of. um counselling so i remember the last counselling session my parents were there you know then i'm like oh no like all the counselling is me and the counsellor we talk heart to heart you know like share why am i going through such a childhood you know kind of thing then the last day like i saw them they were crying hey like a mixed feeling of awkward plus don't want to see you plus like why are you here kind of thing (laughs) you know but from then on i think just went dead silent there's no debrief you know or anything we just like live with our life so that was a really really big quarrel Escalated, yeah, and at the point for me, I felt that that was it. If I can put out a publishing news to say that this is not my mom, I think I'll do that then. La.
0: So, actually, after this incident, because you're quite young, right? Mm. I'm assuming 16, right? Like, yeah. like, how was your relationship with your mom like after that? It it's was quite a big thing to that. not talk about what and pretend yeah. like nothing It's very bad. I remember because after that, right, she
1: soon after when I was 16, 17, right, she started having breast cancer. I remember like when she had breast cancer at that time, I I was really quite nonchalant about it like even my dad had to beg me to take up a shift just one shift you know to, to be in the hospital to accompany her Right, I couldn't do it I just refused oh. back then I was already uh, my friend brought me to church mm. I remember like I don't want to be involved I don't want to be a part of this I don't count myself like a part of this family mm-hmm. but every single parent's day mother's day the preacher will you know try to try to make a call to say, hey, you know, write a letter to your parents and stuff like that. I recall I did that. I really did that. But I never ever sent one. Like, even SMS, like, not so it's SMS, okay, not like said, right? I remember I saved them into drafts. I saved them into like, those drafts that never get sent out. Things only started to change when my grandma passed away. I think that was in 2014. I, I'm still very responsive as a Christian, right? So I still wanted to do something uh, to my mom that Mother's Day. I remember after my grandmother passed away in June 2014, my mother started taking over the cooking duties in the kitchen. Mm. So she started to cook, she started to um, want to find out more about like what we, what we want to eat. La. Then I think that Mother's Day in 2015, um, I decided that my resolution for that prayer, that Mother's Day is mm-hmm. to say, start to say thank you to her after every meal. Wow. Okay. So I think that wasn't tough because it's like anybody will say like, thank you, right? you go to the restaurant, you say thank you to the waiter also, so I say thank you to her, you know. So I thought that like she wouldn't take to, to heart anything, right? so I just started saying thank you, you know. So every meal I did that. Mm. Yeah, I, I started doing that, it was initially awkward, it's like, thank you. You know, kind of thing. like, Ma, thank you. Then I walk away. You know, I, I remember I was still perspiring the first time I said it, I right? was like of <laughs> nervous, you know. From what became very mundane and very simple, that I had no thoughts given about it, right. It actually meant something to her. I realised she started cooking things that I might like, she started yeah, yeah. to find out what my preference, see what kind of dish. she don't ask one, typical Asian parent, she'll see what I finish. Then she will conclude that, oh, yeah, but that's quite cute, eh? yeah they will like, yeah. she knows that I like this. Yeah. So from there, I realised that she started to also share to my relatives, right? She'll say, a girl will say thank you, you know, after every meal, then they started laughing about it. I'm like, how come like my relatives will know about it? Ah? It means that, but it meant something to my mother that she yeah. actually yeah, shared yeah, to them. Yeah. It was yeah. something very personal, mm. you know. So I realised that hey, actually she, she took it to heart, but I realised she became proud of me. Mm. She started mm. to talk good about me. We started mm. acknowledging that God was in the centre and they knew that that had something to do, that was the equation, that, that put something to the equation of our relationship right now. Mm. Yeah, it couldn't have been like this. Unless something happened. But it was only like when I saw my mom appreciating all these little, little thank yous, I decided to do something about it even more.
0: Then, actually, like, how is your relationship with your mum now? Strangely, we are very, very close now. What? <laughs> okay,
1: but it's not an overnight thing. Now we are very close. Like, she helps to take care of my. I'm, I'm married, okay, now I have two kids. So now she takes care of my son over the weekend whenever she can. Technically, we call on a daily basis now. Oh.
0: You know, just now you mentioned that you didn't really want your relationship with your mum to get better, mm. right? Actually, like, why? For me,
1: right, I, I think I really lost that hope to believe that things would change because it's a not a one-day or one-month thing. It's actually years of, like, this strained relationship, right, that I don't even dare to hope for any change in our relationship. In fact, status quo would be kind enough mm. to our relationship, really. It's like... I don't need you to try, I don't need you to do anything about it, but let's not further quarrel, that's it, you know. Yeah, because it's so bad that any hope would be like, you know, what, what am I thinking, what am I wishing about, you know, I don't have that kind of like, little, little faith or even hope to begin thinking, I don't entertain these thoughts, because it would just lead me to feel that like, what if things could be better, but I don't have it, mm. yeah. If It's not a constant nagging and the encouragement of all this, like, church, of the church and God's <laughs> reminder, right? I wouldn't reach where, uh, we wouldn't reach where we are today.
0: So what you're saying is like, because you kind of, in a sense, force yourself la, to step out and make the first step, even if it wasn't like 100% sincere, but because of that, there was kind of a change of heart mm. on your mom's end, and then that caused a change of heart on your end. So I just feel like it's quite crazy to hear the past that you and your mom had Mm -hmm. and the fact that right now okay number one that you entrust your child to her and allow her to take no because that's a big thing Mm -hmm. I think the fact that there's very little trust in each other growing up right and now you can entrust somebody who is extremely precious to you I believe to her and allow her to take care of him yeah actually have you ever wondered because like I mean to put it bluntly it's like she never really take care of you as you're growing up, right? So now, will you wonder, like you know how to take care of? Your I do. Me?
1: She will always tell me things that, in Chinese, ah, if uh. you, if I can translate, it's like, <laughs> so she always say that, right? so she bring you like, up, like, yeah, why she, she us up, why, why cannot take care? Of, and it, she brought the three of us up, you know. Why 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 can't she? Why won't she know? I wanted to reply to her, say you were not even around, you know, when, when oh. I was changing a diaper, kind of thing, lah. But, I I knew that she, wanted. I, I think that was, her way of wanting to love me. Mm. By, by taking care of my kid So I I Even though there might be like Doubts right I would still choose to like Allow her to To take care of my kid Because I think trust starts from somewhere
0: I just think it's very interesting That you would even have this perspective lah, Because I do feel like A lot of people who May have gone through a similar thing Than you right It's just a lot easier To like Not extend that trust Or even feel like You know now for example i know somebody right who like um whose mom also wasn't very present in the growing up years and then now that the mom wants to step in a little bit more to take care of the grandchild my friend actually feels like upset he's like how come you don't want to take care of me but you want to take care of my child you know like did you ever feel
1: that actually i didn't eh. i think this is something that is very new to me in fact i think because in the later part of our journey i started to enjoy her taking care of like my needs like, in terms of cooking right i wanted her to catch up on that right with my kids wow, i honey. think god pro- brought about a change in perspective helping me to see that actually hey my mom perhaps why she's been working right is because she wanted to financially support us you know she worked very hard there's also a reason why she worked so hard i, think I started to see these little, little things when i grew up like it's not by choice to be scalped by oil while working, like who really want to put yourself in an environment to work like that, you know, and they don't really earn like a lot, a lot, a lot, mm-hmm. it's like good enough Like I'm not saying like it's very little, but it's mm-hmm. good enough to take care of us and I see that like that these are all ways of her loving me, that's why I want to give her that platform to love like my kids so that she has a way to release her love for me that's lacking back then right to my kids, wow.
0: yeah. It's quite a fresh perspective. I yeah. have to say, yeah. Mary, how do you feel like hearing Joanne's story? <laughs> quite intense, right? You Very didn't expect this. Story.
2: <laughs> I, my story is not the same. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the question was, "Uh, was the biggest quar- quarrel right?" Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was in a boys' school in primary school and in secondary school. Not surprised.
1: School. You grew up so, with boys. So <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So
2: I didn't have a toxic relationship at the age of fifteen. <laughs> but my story is um. So I, I mentioned just now previously briefly that I went to stay with my grandma and, mm. and around in secondary school, um, we moved back with my mother and then we were, we, were, we were staying together and, and things were okay for a while so that was also around the same period where I got invited to church, mm. and at that point in time I thought that it was something interesting. I thought I thought it was like ah, okay, uh, you know people asked me to go, and it was fun so so I went and uh, I remember like my mom was saying like um, the thing w- that mom say when people start going to church which is like Sing, sing Jiu
0: hao me. Yes, Yes right, Like you can believe in it but don't need to
2: become so involved la Exactly so, so she like told me that in a quite a subtle way that I was like it's okay I know what I'm doing I'm a very smart kid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something like that <laughs> Something to that extent So gradually I, I understood more about the faith and became more involved in church I, I stopped going home Straight after school and then, yeah. yeah So like I would be home like a bit late maybe 11 plus and i'll be out from for school right how so how like your 7 parents will school
1: you my my mom like school me no, but to be honest right a my mother also
0: never school me oh. so that's part of the fake fear, sir. Uh. she will say my curfew is seven o'clock right then i come back at night i got nothing happened right? one wow. so i know the seven o'clock fake one
2: but yeah did i have a curfew i can't remember i had a curfew but i probably broke it a lot <laughs> yeah so it doesn't, doesn't like matter so so i think like you reach like this tipping point like Actually, my other brothers also, they weren't going to church. With, was my, I think I'm I I'm not sure what they were doing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, everybody was out of the house, right? Yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah. My, mom, uh, my mom's just alone. She wakes up in the morning, then no one's at home because everybody goes to school yeah. or something like that. And then she goes home,
1: and then there's no one at home. Actually quite sad.
2: Yeah, so it's actually quite sad if I think back about it. But, like, I was just a young kid, right? So, like, obviously, I never thought about that. I was like i was going to church i was making friends church is good <laughs> <laughs> right so or something like that and then uh it reached this point where i think she was also going through something herself mm. that um, me as a kid was like unable to to understand because uh, up till then you know i mentioned that like momo is like a provider the connection was more like you give me things, you provide for me, and then you know, like we have the same kind of normal relationship, like a parent. But we don't really talk about our feelings, mm. especially when I'm surrounded by my brothers. Like, who says like I'm sad? Nobody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nobody if you really sad, said,
0: you just go to the room and then you just sleep off. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Right? Yeah, that's yeah. how that's how we dealt with it. So, so she was going through something, and then nobody's home. And then there was one point where, she confronted me about it, and then I was like. I was like a bit indignant, I was, uh, yeah. like, felt very self-righteous because I was out, uh, I thought like Doing I good was things Actually, you being a good kid yeah, la. it's good not good like you kids, go kids, right. Right. So I was like, I'm not out beating people or like <laughs> Holding knives Yeah, holding knives, I've grown out of holding knives So I was like, we fought we quarrel and and the this quarrel that, that was the biggest that I remember was, was very significant because I was like Seventeen, like it was quite old actually to be hit by my mother. So I think before then, I I haven't been like disciplined by her like in a long like, time. Physically disciplined. Like physically disciplined okay. because like you you would think at some point it's like I think yeah, like I won't get yeah, hit yeah. Then this like argument escalated and the build up of tension over like don't know how many weeks and mm. months, and then she like like hit me like with like a metal hanger. If uh, y'all have experienced it, it's... I don't, yeah, know, yeah. I don't know how I it compares it's to a cane. Yeah, yeah, but it's more economical because you would buy hangers anyway to sign clothes.
0: No, so that was my mother's strategy after I threw away all her canes. <laughs> I started getting whacked by the metal hanger. It's very painful, pain. painful. It's more painful than a cane. Plus it's very yeah. thin.
2: thinner. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, I was like... S-17. It's not just like physically pain, but like I think I felt like shameful or like I felt like... It's like,
0: humiliating. Yeah, It's
2: it's... Yeah, so I felt like what is this and, and, and I couldn't deal I remember I was so angry I was so mad and I can't remember if I cried but you know I usually don't remember when I cry so. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and, and I remember uh, just in the week or the following uh, in that week or the following week I had to meet a church leader and then I didn't intend to share this because like uh, it was pretty embarrassing but the conversation led to it anyway and then I shared about like this like incident that happened at home and how I felt and the church leader was very understanding in a sense mm. that like provided like a different perspective to me, which is um like, your mother is also a person that requires care, that requires love, la. It's just like like it's not just like a one-way relationship. And I was a bit uh, unable to comprehend that because um mm. I don't think you ever had to confront the reality of having to Provide emotional support to your parent at such a young age yeah. to me that was like difficult, provided with this per- perspective like after this whole quarrel that like you know maybe your mom needs you to be home a bit more, and actually it's mm. important for you to be at home for your mother as well. I was like, it's going to be tough so so, so I, I deliberated over it for like a very long time so it was either mother's day or her birthday so. I was like, okay, I'm going to make up for it because I'm a good kid. So I bought earrings. <laughs> I've never bought earrings before that. Okay. And after this day, I've only bought earrings for my mother and like my wife. So, <laughs> and then I wrote a letter just like, you know, how you had to. Similar, right? right? That right. must be same,
1: same like service but that you attended.
2: <laughs> must be. It's cause like, so I, I wrote a letter. I was like, okay, um, what I think I probably was thinking, like, okay, what does the Bible tell me that I, like, oh, I need to love? Love the people around me, and my, my mom is the person around me. Mm. So after that, I was, tr- I was trying to, to love her, but it was so cringy. <laughs> I know, right? That's why she my letters never yeah. get sent. Okay, so, so I don't know. I, okay, I, I guess I don't regret it, but like, I'll never do it again. <laughs> okay, so if
0: ever she talks about the letter, will you feel good? Okay, okay, let me tell
2: the end of the story first. Okay, so the okay. end of the story was right. Okay, so I was like, okay, you know, every good gift comes with a good card. So I wrote the card. Now I was like, what will turn things around? What? is appropriate here. So I told my mom that I loved her. It's like- Past tense or like- Love present. <laughs> I, I, love, I love present. present right. Time, right. So I said, I don't know what I said. It's very cringe. Maybe I don't want to say it right now. It's not that I forget. So, <laughs> <laughs> But I said that. But I didn't pass it to her in person. So you know how like, she wake up in the morning, everybody's gone, right? So I just put on the table.
0: <laughs> <So> oh my <laughs> gosh. Typical eh.
1: That's my plan also.
2: Right, yeah. then I come home, it's gone. So it's quite
1: awkward, yeah. <laughs> She received it. She received it and the door was closed. So yeah. I was like, okay. she must be smiling. Good, but you won't
2: know. <laughs> Good. So what happened was that I walked past her room, then I, was, I looked at her wall, then she put up the letter. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, no! Oh my God, no! No! Do you not cringe at what you write? Yeah, that's why I, I was like, no, please don't put up this kind of letter. This kind of letter is like, not meant to be put up. <laughs>
0: Frame it up. like No, she me, didn't. Wah. Eh, honestly, right, she lived in a family of boys. Ah. I think she maybe only get one letter. You know, I don't know how many <laughs> years yeah, of being a mother. I, I, let I, her frame I, up. Yeah.
2: So she, from then, I knew that that was like, her way of like, telling me. That, Framing like, letters like, like we're cool. <laughs> we're cool <right? laughs> like we're cool. Yeah. You understand what's going on. And, and, and I think from there, actually, the, the relationship between my mother and I, like, it took uh, a huge turn. Mm. In a sense that it became more of a two-way relationship. It became more of like uh, not just uh, you are always uh, providing for me financially or or in terms of like functional needs, mm. right? But also we were able de- to be there to to be emotional supports to one another as much as I could as a growing a kid growing up, right? I think we started to have like more conversations as if we were like friends.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I mean, up to today, like like we are we have very much continued that. So we're very much like friends. So mm. I would go to gym with my mom. Like, oh, not th- uh, no, <laughs> not most most fast now? Huh? <laughs> not Willingly. So I like, I'll, I'll be in like uni, <laughs> right? Year two, then my friends will ask me, where are you going after like, class? And I'll say, oh, I'm going to gym with my mom. Then they would be like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? Then no, they
0: ask you, you train your mom? No, my mom <laughs> <laughs> trained no, no me. <laughs> train me.
2: You want to see my mom deadlift 80 kg? <laughs> Here. <laughs> Honestly, I think, I think it was all about learning how to love her as a person. And yeah.
0: I totally identify that. In fact, like, I, because I, I was thinking as y'all were sharing, right, like, what was the biggest quarrel with my mom? The context is that I think my mom, as a person, is actually quite short tempered. <laughs> so it becomes common to have this kind of like, like, a bit tense, a bit upset, mm. right? But it doesn't really last very long, one. and it blows okay. over very quickly just because, like, it's like breathing So right? often It's like she just Quite like Easily triggered Then when she's very triggered right? My mom is the kind that Expresses herself So she's not the angry And then like Face black black You know she angry But she never says She angry you know She angry Right So like when she's angry i just like Okay lol you having a moment right? So like, a moment. <laughs> like Just like okay, lol, When you cool down you cool down mm-hmm. Then sure enough Later she will just Take some cup of orange juice And put it on my table And like nah drink I a typical mom. Yeah, so like oh, every geez. time she's angry, just angry. Lo. But I think because of that, like growing up, like we don't really like talk through these moments mm. because to me, it's like when you are upset, you are clearly having a moment. So like, why don't you go and calm down? But honestly, now I think about it, I feel like I'm quite bad as a kid. Like it's quite judgy. Like it's a bit, it's a bit self-righteous because I just feel like Maybe I control my anger better than her. So oh. when she's angry, right, then like it's as if I'm the adult and like oh you come down. Then after like you come down, ready, let's like talk about it or let's like move on with life. So as an adult now, I feel like that was very bad. <laughs> Don't think about your parents <laughs> like that. So I remember there was this one time, right, like I was very very upset at something that she did because I felt like um it was very, very unfair. I, if I'm not wrong, I think I had an argument with my sister. And sometimes my arguments with my sisters like with my sister like can escalate quite a bit lah. Because we just <laughs> both like go back and forth. Y'all take out nine. Right, the knife is in my mouth. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like really quite, quite intense. And then I think my sister was very upset, but my mom came in, right? And mm. then because my sister, uh, when she's upset, it's a lot more intense than I am. So my mom sided with my sister oh. uh, to like kind of like, like deal with the situation and kind of mm. put fire. Wow, I was so pissed off. <laughs> then like in my head, right, it's like the entire narrative was like oh my gosh you baby her because of that like now she's so emotional and then when she's emotional she can't reason and it's all because you baby her and so it's your fault but of course I didn't say that then I had to leave the home like leave house for something right so I decided okay let me do the responsible adult thing and communicate so I attempted to like send my mother a text Mm. I've never done that before because (laughs) like we always just like pretend nothing happened right so I was like it's growth for me let me send her a text to explain rationally why I'm feeling upset So mm. I did, I, it was not even emotionally loaded okay mm. I just told her like, like the reason why I was upset yeah. Was because I felt that in this situation you should not have come in and, do, and, and done this And then I explained how I felt the impact of that was right And then she read it immediately And then the reply that came back right was You don't send me this kind of message <gasps> Wow oh i thought i want to explode in the taxi yeah. like oh no i was so angry i was like i finally made an attempt yes, to communicate yeah. with you and your response right just completely confirmed the assumption yeah. that i had of you mm. i really hope she don't watch this podcast i feel so awkward Ooh. but then after that right obviously i was very pissed off but i think i took some time along the cab right right to really just like calm myself down and ask myself like why i'm feeling so angry right and i think obviously one part of it is that i felt very very unhurt i felt like a lot of the maybe like accumulated like assumption and experience with my mom over the years of growing up like was just confirmed when mm-hmm. i made an attempt to reverse it right but i think i came to a point where i thought to myself right like not in a jaded way la, but is it new to me that my mom is like that mm-hmm. actually not really la. Yeah. it's just that in this moment I am emotionally invested in it and so it, it pisses me off, right? Mm-hmm. But it's honestly not new news to me that my mom can be a little bit hard to engage mm. when she's feeling upset and if I cool down and I thought about the situation or even if I put myself in my mom's shoes, right? Knowing that she's still upset in that moment that her two daughters just kicked up a huge fuss at home and she had to step in to try to just calm things down. Then one of the idiots that started this fight at home, right? Go and send her this long text about like... <laughs> how she should not have stayed it like that. Then i like, okay, la, fair, la. I know why she's angry. I <laughs> wish you would have sent me more than th- those few words, but I can understand why you would have been mm. irritated by that message I sent. But I think as I thought about it more, there was a point where I, I think I had to come to a place to accept that there are certain things about my mom that I feel I have known over the years of growing up. Mm. Um, I do sometimes wish that she could be different, but at the same time, I think I have a decision to make As to whether or not I will Continually hold this against her Or if especially as an adult right now I can learn to accept Mm. That she is like that And also be More aware of The many other things that she is I think this was quite a big one to me Because it was one of the biggest things that I felt about my mom, that was a bit more negative. Like, I think generally I do have quite a positive impression on my mom mm. and like fond affection for my mom. but I think especially when it comes to moments where I feel she's angry or I feel she's unreasonable right, my instinct is to disengage because mm-hmm. I just feel like there's no point yeah. but after like this incident I think when I attempted to engage and then it was not really received farewell right, mm. I think it was a it was kind of like an opportunity for me to really think about it on my own like so for example things like can I accept that maybe my mom really might be a certain way, do I still believe in the value in engaging her and not just disengaging and that's a decision that I make because of who I want to be ma, not mm-hmm. just like how she treat me right or what I think she's like and if I decide that it's important to me that I want to build a at least neutral relationship mm-hmm. with my mom, we don't have to be besties but like you know if I want to at least be able to talk to my mom in these moments and not just automatically like already disengaged and, mm. and just like don't care her, right? Then I would like to learn how to better do it lah. Mm. If I could redo that situation, maybe I would have had a face-to-face conversation with her the next day mm. when everybody has calmed out, not like immediately after through text. You know, things like this. But I think that was a whole process of learning to see myself as an adult mm. and also then learning to see my mom. As a fellow human being, yeah. I think a lot of that disappointment came when I was growing up because I just think that as my mother, you should be more mature, yeah. mm. right? Like Certain as my yeah, like as my mom, you should know better. You should be the one teaching me how to control my anger. Mm. Right? you should be the one that's teaching me how to communicate. Right then, how come like I need to like learn how to navigate you, and I need to learn how to manage you when you're upset? I just feel like shouldn't it be the other way around? Mm-hmm. But actually, as I grow older, I just realized that. She's just human law. In and in the same way I imagine if I become a mom, right? Like, I'm not going to magically get over my faults. You know? Like, if I am stubborn, which I am as a person, I'm not going to magically become extremely open-minded just because a baby came out of me. (laughs) Like like, what, the nine months, other than giving you food, uh, you also give me some open-mindedness, man. No, right? So like I I think when I came to realize that, hey, actually my mom is really just a human being who is also still navigating life yeah, exactly. and deciding how to treat the people around her, including me, right? I think it gave me a bit more like, like, like it allowed me to see her with a lot more patience and grace and realize that actually hey, some of these things, um, can I accept? Can I learn to communicate with her? Can I learn to maybe even like talk properly and raise it if it's really an issue right but at the end of the day respect that it is also her decision whether she mm. wants to take it or not yeah. La. yeah and funnily enough i do feel like my relationship with my mom in terms of this whole like communicating and her being able to hear me properly right actually became better after i shifted out and i think it's because she started to see me more as an adult so we actually can have quite open conversations where now i talk to my mom like she's my friend actually mm. and like it's things like Sometimes I feel like my mom's tone is really not the best because she can be quite impatient and easily frustrated, right? Actually, I call her out on it. like not in a like 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 that on the spot lah. But yeah. sometimes after she say finish right, then I sit down next to her, then I'll tell, eh, hey, actually, your tone really not very nice lah. Like mm. and you, I don't think that you should have talked to whoever whoever like <laughs> that lah. then she will try and defend her. like yeah i know but then you know mm. i think <laughs> it is still not very nice that you say it in that way actually she will take it la mm. but then right when my sister say to her she don't take it oh so i think it really is her learning to accept that we are also yeah. growing up and we become adults right and then we really just learn to relate to each other as people i think that was quite a big shift lah in Literally. my dynamic with my mom
2: yeah, for, for me like when my mother saw me as someone who, who could make rational decisions yeah, yeah, at yeah. home beyond just like I keep I feel like I have very similar experience to you because like I felt like I have tried to level with my mom on that level. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like yeah it's you like know, level with me. You are <laughs> very emotional mom. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's like worst boom. things to say. Yeah. Die Confirm <laughs> yeah. So but I think once she saw beyond that all of the you know, fancy language that, that I was using with her and she saw like Oh actually fine. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I think that's when the dynamics always change. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you feel like becoming a mother yourself, it helped you to maybe understand some of your mom's intentions towards you? Yes. Even if it may not have been expressed in the best way.
1: Yes. Very, very like recent experience is that when I you know when you prepare snack box for your kids, right? So I realised that he doesn't like to eat the skin. Like you no know, the, the bread skin, right? Would, oh. Like usually like cut out the skin and then like give him the, the bread, right? Then I'll eat the skin. Then, that indulged upon me like, eh, hey. actually mother, like, man. my what mother always say she will eat fish bone. I don't think she really your like Your mother likes to eat fish bone? Like eat fish bone. Yeah. <laughs> I started saying that like, a mother's love, right, may not be in the very, very big things that they do. It can be in the very mundane things. It can be in the constant things that they do. For example, like, I think if my mom was really a bad mom, right, she wouldn't have showed up. I think if my mom really like, wanted to be absent, she could have just went for a holiday. Why does she need to work so hard? So I realised that like these are the things that we don't notice. Uh actually mom's way of like translating that to like, hey, I care for you. Also right now even when I love my son, I don't think he knows. Why do I want to have him have a routine? Why does he have to have a nap? It's because like I don't want you to be cranky in the later part of the day, but you won't know. So as a parent like I do see it now and I realize how come sometimes my parents limit certain things.
0: But yeah, so I I guess as we come to the end of the episode, right? Given that it's Mother's Day and we spend quite a lot of time today thinking back on our relationship with our moms growing older, right? If there's something that you could say to your mom this Mother's Day, what would you say? Why not, Marie? Marie, go this first? is your second cut. Oh. Maybe yeah, second your mother cut. will cut Can this you make it ride, longer and then put on her Instagram?
2: <laughs> all right, right. Get ready. Hi, mom. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day.
1: Wow, so deep. <laughs> That's all. <right>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, we move on to Joanne yeah. first we will totally <laughs> cut that in by the way but we'll move on to Joanne first and then we give Marie some time to think of his sappy well,
2: message.
1: message since then I haven't even write a message for my mother <laughs> but I mean if I can do this in Chinese I would do this uh, because she won't understand English so whatever I said just now she actually don't understand wow, good for so you, anyway man. my mother totally like, understand English so like <laughs> if I can say it in Chinese uh, because it's more meaningful right like Ma thanks for trying to love me through the years I think what the like you know you take a long time to love for so um thanks for trying to to go through those tough days and not giving up on me I think plus like I'm so rebellious and you still choose to stick by thank you um I will take the rest of the life my life right to honor you and to learn to be better 煮的每一餐,请你多煮一点虾,因为我蛮喜欢吃的,谢谢你啊。Merrick,
0: <laughs> how are you gonna top that? <laughs> I,
2: cannot, I feel like, I feel like I'll just copy <laughs> copy what she said.
0: You just translate to English and then what she said.
2: Mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, okay, 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 i try, I'll try. Okay, Mom, Happy Mother's Day. Um, I appreciate you a lot. <laughs> I know it's not easy trying to bring us up and uh, we don't convey our emotions a lot but I'm very thankful for you in my life and uh, have a good Mother's Day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic Morik, you did such a good job. Okay, my turn, and my turn. Uh, actually I also feel very awkward because I don't do these kind of things uh, with my mother. It's just like you know I love you lah, huh? mm. that kind of thing. I would say to my mom that like, uh, I think from the way you take care of um, my baby nephew, who is now your precious grandson I think I catch a glimpse of how much you must have loved us as babies and as children And when I see the kind of affection and devotion that you pour into taking care of him I really know that that was the same reason why you quit your job lo, To mm. take care of like, I won't say her name, Mei, Mei. And I'm and I, <laughs> and, and I I'm very grateful la. I think I didn't understand when I was younger That being able to grow up with my mum was a privilege But I think as I grow older Then I now know that Because I had a mum who was always around me And was always present in my life like It made a big impact on how I see myself And how I mm, am even able to be secure as a person So I'm thankful for that And take care of my kids Thank you
2: Happy <laughs> Mother's
0: Day Very nice <laughs> Very nice Yeah so We did it We came to the end Of our Mother's Day episode And um, I mean today We shared A little bit About our stories With our, mom, but with our moms But mm. I assure you There's so much more la. I'm mm. sure there's so much more To Joanne's story But also We are very happy To hear where you are With your mom mm. today I think coming to the end Of the episode One thing that I would Want to say Is that I know that This barely captures Like All of your experiences with your mom, and I'm sure that there are still some of us who listen to this and feel like there are real difficulties in your relationship with your mom, that is hard for you to navigate, that is hard for you to even get over. And I want to assure you that we are always open for conversations. We actually have a Telegram group chat where we would love to have conversations with you about this. We are not too far away hiding behind our screens in offices to engage with you. And if you would like somebody to talk to you about your relationship with your mom and maybe even just like bounce thoughts with you, like please feel free to just slide into our DMs and our Telegram channel. And we would love to talk to you this Mother's Day, especially if it usually is a difficult weekend for you. And so with that, we've come to the end of our episode. If you enjoyed this video, please feel free to like it, to share it with anybody who would enjoy it as well and subscribe to our channel. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ngl.people and you can find our content on YouTube, Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. We hope to see you in our Telegram group chat and until next time, we'll see you you in our next episode. Bye! Bye!